Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am your host, Lucky, and today we're talking about uh, Spice and Wolf. So I have to say, I uh, before we get into like the actual review itself and all that kind of stuff. So remember, real quick, we are only talking about season one, so this is episodes one through thirteen. Um, and uh, real quick disclaimer: I did watch it dubbed. Um, very, very huh okay uh really good dubbed for the main characters some of the the uh the background characters were a little strange but uh for the most part they got some pretty good uh voice acting for the uh the, the main people anyway so i wanted to talk about my experience first off when i first started watching it so once again we i we got this um not it wasn't exactly a recommendation so to say uh, so to speak, it was more of, uh, you know, one of our commentaries, Red Moon, Blood Moon, um, ta you know, mentioning this. And I was like, you know what, this is a good opportunity to go into, uh, go into another anime, you know, obviously I wanted to make this Saturday morning uh you know podcast because i want or i wanted to structure my saturday morning podcast with a new anime every week because i really do love anime but it's just so hard to structure uh, myself so if i force it through podcasting which i'm usually pretty good at um then i i end up watching it but anyway i um started watching this yesterday so i literally had to binge watch this like in a day um and what happened was I watched the first episode and I have to say I was like immediately enamored with it. And I, I can't tell you why. Um, real quick, uh, I will be going to, into some spoilers of this, but uh, it's not going to be like I'm not going to be overly talking about the plot. Uh, so, you know, it, but if you guys do want to go through it like completely fresh, then you're going to have to, um, uh, you know, check out some of our other podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, by the way, I totally understand going to Anime Fresh. That's like, you know, me, Johnny, and Michael all have our, our own, like, Johnny and Michael, or Johnny in particular will not watch previews for any Marvel movies or any, like, uh, any movies that he wants to see because he knows it'll, like, spoil stuff. Kind of like how, like, people will skip the openings of anime, or, uh, yeah, anime opening, uh, openings. Of, I, I just combined OP and openings. Uh, how people skip anime OPs because they give off a lot of uh, spoilers and stuff. Anyway. I was watching the first episode, and I I went into it, I guess, I, I knew that it was going to be, like, some type of romance, right? Uh, which I was correct. I was correct. Um, but I didn't know exactly. So it kind of starts off with this this idea of a, a goddess or a wolf, uh, well, wolf goddess, I guess, um, granting a uh granting a good harvest with a deal that she made with a young boy now i will be honest with you um the details kind of escaped me uh i was not i did i listened I, did i pay attention to it absolutely was it a little confusing I, a little bit it, it was a little bit confusing for me um it, it took me uh it took me a little while to understand it but basically she's she's interconnected with the wheat uh I, I I can't remember if she lives in it or something like that, but she is the uh, this this uh, wolf spirit ho uh, Holo is the reason why this um, I think it's called Paslo. 
um, it, which is this village. Um, it's basically the the village's weak goddess, and she is the reason why they have good crops. The only problem is every now and then they have uh, terrible crops. Um, but anyway, uh, they uh, it starts off with this this you know story. Then it goes into um, it goes into this uh, trader named Craft uh, Lawrence, and the thing about it is uh, the thing I liked about Craft Lawrence. So he's this uh, traveling merchant. Um, the thing I liked about him is his down to earthness. So how rational he is, and one of the things that I had uh, heard about was how. Um, technical all of the 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 merchant lingo is in spice and wolf and i will this is i i think this is the biggest i don't want to say problem i had with it let's say obstacle obstacle um that i had with the anime was just how intricate the lingo was i'm not a big economics person so i don't i didn't understand some of what was going on because a lot of the conflict that is sparked in the anime excuse me is usually through like an eco economic um uh some type of economic loophole uh some type of merchant trick you know all that kind of stuff but i will say this it did not uh it didn't unimmerse me so anyway going back to uh, i just wanted to point that out real quick because when we get into it uh anyway we we meet craft lawrence who is this traveling merchant um who ends up going into the uh the town of uh of pavlo uh paslo sorry um and you know he has a uh a former associate that he he taught a little bit uh who was her name was chloe uh he kind of Caesar again, and they have this uh, ritual where uh, basically the person who last harvests harvests the wheat um, acts like the wolf, where they have to chase her and all uh, chase them and all that kind of stuff. And they wear a wolf mask, um, and you know uh, he hears like a little like a uh, 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 little you know thing in his caravan because he's got you know he's got a, uh, not a caravan uh, his cart right he's got like a here's a bump in it where in the back all he has is uh, a thing of wheat and a, a bunch of furs. And so later on that night, uh, and by the way, they're getting ready for like this big festival to celebrate the wolf and all that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, they end up, uh, he ends up, you know, t making camp and, you know, finds this girl uh, with a, with ears and tail in the back of his uh in the back of his cart, uh, threatens her, all that kind of stuff. She kind of charms him, and he asks her, you know, because she ends up claiming that she is Hollow, the wolf spirit from, you know, Paslo, and he wants proof. And she ends up, uh, she can only transform, I'm trying to remember, it, it, it's like she can only transform with, by eating wheat or eating, or like a, a human blood or something like that. And she ends up taking wheat transforming scares the living shit out of craft lawrence um and yeah he <laughs> um anyway they end up forming a kind a kind of pact where um he agrees to uh go with her uh, bring her up to the north where she is apparently from and so yeah that's basically like the story in a or the the um 
the catalyst to the story, I should say, in a nutshell. And they basically kind of go on this journey and they, they, they grow like closer in terms of relationship. But what I thought was like the main cornerstone of this anime or the, the main focus of the anime, because it is obviously on the relationship. But it is also the I, I think it's it it because I always look to like to look at like the metaphors of things in anime, and one of the things I noticed was just how um how everything you know to 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 Lawrence I'll just call him from now on uh, everything to Lawrence is he sees it in business transactions except when it comes to Holo right so it's interesting to see his demeanor when he's in merchant mode. Cause it's very different. And I, I thought the voice actor did a really good job of changing his voice whenever he's talking to holo and whenever he's talking to another merchant or trying to make a deal. Um, I know that sounds like a very small thing, but I, I it's those little things that really make the difference in terms of uh, selling you and, you know, uh, no, uh, excuse the pun, but uh, <laughs> um, but selling you on the performance and also immersing you into it. Um, so yeah, once again, uh, I, the the um, the like merchant lingo kind of went over my head a little bit, uh, but ultimately I was able to understand like the basics of it, the gist of it, um, and luckily they didn't just spend all of their time just doing merchant lingo right like that's not exactly what the story is about that's more of like a little bit of a uh it's mostly supposed to be like a catalyst that starts starts things and then once human uh once the uh antagonists start to get involved and the the thing about this is there's no true one antagonist there's like you know they, they, there's different antagonists along the way for them uh to take on and i one of the the other things that i really liked in terms of uh holo's voice actress was because uh, I, I didn't like it at first but I, I thought she did a pretty good job of bringing the idea because you know her, she's known as holo the wife the wise wolf excuse me um and i thought she did a pretty good job of bringing that to life but also because it, it's hard to because you know she she's in this this young body but she's lived for hundreds of years so it's you know when you end up uh what like hearing her talk um, she sounds like a young kid, but also like a very, like an older person at the same time. It's very hard to explain, but she did a very good job as well, uh, in her performances. But anyway, um, so coming from a romance perspective, since I'm like the, you know, I, I, I love a good romance anime. Uh, I really enjoyed it because there, there's a lot of banter between Holo and, and Lawrence. One of the things that Holo likes to do is tease Lawrence a lot and kind of uh lead him on into into apologizing to her uh in the sense that you know she'll she'll act like she was hurt by something and then she'll make him say something really mushy and then uh <laughs> you know and then he'll realize it was all her like manipulating him and doing all that kind of stuff and i thought I, I really appreciate those kinds of moments in in anime just because um uh, you know, you end up taking something a little too serious. You know, sometimes you can take things a little too seriously. Uh, now, I will say they kind of threw in a lot of that. So I, after a while, I kind of got the idea um, going forward. But there were some moments where I fell for it as well. So I thought they did a pretty good job on, um, on you know, emphasizing that part of the relationship, this kind of teasing in the relationship. Also, Lawrence has, has his ways of uh, teasing her as well. Um, and, you know, one thing that I did like was that it wasn't 
they, they didn't make a huge deal about the sexuality uh, of the, or the the sexual aspects of it, right? Because she she's naked in a in I, I don't know, like maybe like ten percent of the the anime. Um, it, it starts off like where where Lawrence is like really embarrassed about it, but after a while, I mean, he gets kind of used to it. Um, you know, because whenever she does transform, she obviously all her clothes are gone, and obviously they're they're um they are rooming together and all that kind of stuff. So I like that they didn't make a huge deal about that. Uh, Cause listen, I think there's a time and place for like fan service and all that kind of stuff. But uh, in this anime, it would have felt very strange. And actually speaking of feelings, um, the OP and the ending had me. It, so the OP is very, um, Oh, how would you say it? It's very uh, chant. Yeah, it sounds a lot like a chant kind of thing. Not a chant. Uh, what, what, what am I trying to think of? It, it, it's it's this kind of like... Um, I wish I had like better music vocabulary. I was a musician for a while. Um, but it's this very like swaying... Like it's very much like that. And uh, I, I, almost, I almost like fell into a trance with it uh, to a certain degree. And it, it like kind of lulls you into the anime, so to speak. And whereas the OP is very, um, very silly, I, I guess it's, it's, um, basically the, the idea is, uh, it's a, so it is all in English, but it's from a Japanese, uh, it's from a, a Japanese, uh, you know, uh, a singer. And so she's, you know, obviously she, her pronunciation is not the, the best, but there was uh there was this uh there there's basically like the storyboard it's all about like it's called apple what is it called apple by nori or something like that um i feel i feel like that was uh that was the 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 the, the name of it um it's apple it, it was apple something but it's like a you know, this really cute song. Um, and it's all in English. And so it, it's kind of like a, a nursery rhyme to a certain degree. And I thought that was an interesting choice for, um, for an ending. Uh, no, I did, did I, I didn't really do anything in terms of, uh, you know, analyze it or anything like that, but I just thought it was a, cause she had, we figure out that hollow has a love for apples. So I just thought it was a really good way to like, cause there, there are some of the episodes where, the episode ends heavy, like on a heavy note, and to have hear that little dun 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 dun, dun you know that that very nice, uh, uh, like you know you're about to get that nursery rhyme kind of feel. Uh, I, I I enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. So overall, my impression of the anime is that it's very, uh, it, it has a really good overarching story to it, um, in the sense that, uh, so one of the things that I when I talk about overarching stories, it, it has to be I, I feel like it has to be very clear or else you start to lose all the subplots. Meaning, so the the overarching story here is Lawrence is trying to get uh she's about to call her Wolf uh, what the fuck uh, Holo he's trying to get Holo up to the north where she lives. Um, very clear overarching plot and as they're traveling he is also trying to make a profit so that's kind of the subplot idea of it um because he's a merchant right and he needs to uh continue to make money in order to feed them in order to do all this kind of stuff um 
Now, it's interesting, you know, one of the other things that happens is he he uh, he mentions that, you know, she's got to earn her keep. And she actually, one of the things I like, uh, that was the other thing I liked about it, is she actually kind of does. Uh, she's a wise wolf. And one of the things that she can do is she can tell if somebody's lying or not. And she also has very good ears, uh, which she has to hide most of the time, obviously. Um, but she has very good ears and she has the ability to tell pe- if people are lying. So she can help him out in certain deals and she'll kind of give him she's kind of like an advisor to him to a certain degree where she'll like let him know like hey this doesn't this seems sketchy this is off and she also has the ability to repel wolves and dogs uh, alike so she is able to uh you know because she's a wolf and uh the other thing i liked about this anime is the interesting idea of so remember she is a, a spirit of the wheat and the thing about her is, or the thing about the the world that they're in is there isn't, there is a a church, which believes in the one true God. So I mean, very very much, uh, I guess you could parallel it to like the, the Catholic Church to a certain degree. Uh, in, in its early days, in its early early days, uh, where they were, uh, like, where they were super duper influential. So in in this case, the church is so influential. If they, like, if you have a bar of gold and they they. Uh, I forgot what they exactly said, but it was like they basically make it holy to some degree. Like the price goes up exponentially, and it kind of reminds me of those old days, you know, when the the church. I don't know, remember if it was Catholicism or maybe another one, another branch of it, but basically where they were, uh, they were uh, selling those those bonds to get into heaven. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that. I just I remember it like slightly when I was in like seventh grade. But they would, uh, I remember like the Medici's and all that stuff. Like they, they would buy like a bunch of these, uh, these, basically it was like a, a deed to get you into heaven, at, like buying your way into heaven. It, this church kind of reminds me of that kind of shadiness to it, to the point where Hollow has to hide her identity or else if she does get found out by the church, um, you know, they, they basically go after any, anybody who's like, uh, practicing paganism or, um, or especially to somebody of that agreed to that degree um, where it's a spirit of, uh, of a, you know, different religion and stuff. Um, and I, I, the, the church seems like it is the ever present antagonist to it. I could be completely wrong about that. I, I like I said, I haven't watched season two yet, um, but it seems like they would be the biggest ones. They seem to be the biggest ones, in, the, the ones that are in the way. But one of the other things I liked about it is the, the, um, the fact that the merchants also pose a threat to Lawrence. And I don't want to get into any like plot points or anything like that, but it, you know, the, this world, it, it's interesting because it almost seems like the merchants are the ones who are antagonizing Lawrence and the church is the one that is antagonizing uh, Holo, you know, cause she's a spirit. He's a merchant. Right. Um, I like I, I like that idea of these two being together uh, despite those two parties coming into play. Um, and overall, I just thought it was a really good time. I don't know what it was about it that really enamored me in the beginning. Um, the the visual aspect of it is actually is very, very good as well. Uh, I really enjoyed the, what, 2008, 2009, um, uh, what, what do you say, uh, like feel to it. Uh, and I'll, I'll definitely check out season two at some point, like in the future. Um, I would like to kind of go back to season one again, because I feel like I missed some stuff by binging it. Uh, that's the only thing I hate about binging is that sometimes you you miss things. You just, you know, you're watching it and you end up missing something, but you have to keep going because of de- you know deadline and stuff. 
but yeah, overall, I would definitely recommend this. In terms of a score that I would give, um, it's really hard to say based off of season one. Uh, but based off the immersiveness and all that kind of stuff, I I would give it a seven point. And by the way, I, I'm sorry, I'm like dwelling into seven territory. It's just really hard for me to go up to eight. Um, but also, but it, this one, to be honest with you, is probably close to like a seven point seven point eight because it's like a B minus to me. It's like it's a little bit like a B minus to me. Um. And I really did enjoy it. It's, it's hard to explain why I enjoyed it. I think it, like when you get an anime where the chemistry is so good between characters that there is uh, that you don't need flashy, you know, fight scenes to, to, to keep it going. I really enjoy those a lot. And I, I think there's something special about those. Um, and it, so this is more of my subjective uh, score on it. I mean, if you guys have seen it, what would you guys give it? Do you guys agree with me? Um, there, there's a lot of different, uh, excuse me. Uh, there's a lot of different things about it. Anyway, um, that's my general synopsis on that. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, rent a girlfriend. Apparently season two has maybe been announced to be in July. So I am, I'm okay. So I'm excited for it. I'm, I like it, but man, dude, just can't get over uh just i can't, I can't get over freaking uh kazuya dude that guy sucks man he's like the one of the worst protagonists i've ever seen uh anyway uh I, I listen i'm looking forward to to the release just because of the girls in it um the girls are the best part of any hair uh, uh of harems like the the girls are typically the best part of it um even the re- reverse harems i find it, feel, it feels like they, they just try and make the guys like uh like jerks or just completely average and so yeah anyway um but uh <laughs> but yeah overall uh i i enjoyed the first season of rent a girlfriend but it's just every single time kazuya makes an excuse it was like oh god dude or he starts self-wallowing and like i get it uh, you know what never mind I, i've been i've been down this rabbit hole I'm, I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole again if i if i don't be careful and stop myself right here uh let's do one post from reddit from the anime subreddit just real quick um but it says what anime are you not a fan of but can understand why so many people love it uh this is what the post says here i i always see posts of people asking what anime can they not understand why it's so popular but what about the opposite what about an anime you didn't like but you can understand why it's so popular also Biasubase would be that anime for me i never really found it that funny but i think it was more to do with it not really suiting my taste in comedy i did find that some of the skits funny and overall the scenes are pretty well written just not for me uh so for 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 me, um, I feel like I enjoy a lot of anime. Um, I think for jeez, ah, I, I think for me maybe Boruto, because um, it's it's still showing, like it's still showing, so people are watching it. If they if they weren't, like you know, but I don't know if that's because Boruto's riding the coattails of Naruto. Um, but yeah, I get why people like it because it is a continuation of the characters that we love. It's just, just for me, I, I, I can't, uh, I just can't get behind it. I, there's too many like spoiler things that I can't, uh, that I can't get into. 
the other one so actually let me reverse this question real quick what about uh anime that you love but you know you can understand why people hate it um fairy tale i can totally understand why people would hate that um naruto actually any shonen anime you could probably just throw into that list um I, I, I just, I, I can totally understand why people, and I think this is more about understanding that people's uh, opinions, or like Konosuba, right? I understand that if you don't find it funny, I mean, there's nothing else, there's not a whole lot else there for you, because you know, when we were watching the Konosuba movie, like, everybody was laughing in the theater, right? Um, if, if you don't get the comedy, or if you don't like the comedy, then it's, it, that's like a huge chunk of that anime is gone. Also, um, Gintama. I under actually I understand both sides of it. I understand, I understand why people love it, and yet I don't. Some of it I don't understand, and then I understand why people hate it. Yet I like you know some of the comedy, bro, bro is just hit it. And also the the weird the weird moments where you dude. There's been moments where I literally almost cried in, in Gintama, and it it just I think it's just the way it delivers on it. Like when it wants to give you a heartfelt moment. Boy, do you you better get prepared, dude, because they will give you a freaking uh, heartfelt moment. By the way, I've been really wanting to get back into Gintama, and I just oh, dude, some of the characters I see in there, I'm like, who the fuck is this? When the fuck were I, I don't even remember them, dude. All I remember is like Kagura, uh, what is it, Kagura, Gintama, and or Gintoki, and God, I can't remember glasses, bro. I just he's call him glasses. I had no idea what the fuck his name was. Um, but yeah, those are the only ones that I remember. And obviously, glasses is uh, sister and the big dog and stuff, and Elizabeth and all. You know, I I understand. I remember some of the main characters, but guys, so hard to remember all of them, man. It's really fucking hard to remember all of them. You know, I know there's a girl of eye patch. I'm like, where the fuck did she come from? I don't remember this bitch. So yeah, it's a little tough for me to uh, remember all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, I definitely get why people, you know, obviously anime is subjective, so there, there's going to be different opinions. And although I shit on Boruto a lot, I, I don't like I don't hold anything against the people who love Boruto and watch it. Um, I just think they need to get their eyes checked. Anyway, <laughs> remember, guys, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. Uh, the Monday episode of the casual discussion will be on Miyako-chan. If you guys want to check that out, it's not exactly a casual, it's more like an analysis of Miyako-chan. Cause I realized we didn't actually talk about the story. So it, this is more for people. If you watched Miyako-chan. Okay. So I just want to give you guys a little heads up before we go into that. Anyway, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.